Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? I'm Vaughn. I'm Jenny. Thanks for rocking with us. And you're listening to Chameleon Love. Hey. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chameleon Love. Today's topic is going to be Can Shacking Up Prevent Divorce? Mm. That's a pretty good topic. Mm -hmm. And we have some really, really good guests, some really dear friends of ours on here to talk about this topic as well. Uh, You guys want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, this is uh, Derek Riley, that dude from Durham. Um, (laughs) Father to Chandler and Aubrey Riley. Husband to uh, Kristen Riley. Ow. (laughs) This is Kristen Riley. Um, God, I feel like there's such a such a large resume there when you just have some kids and a husband. That's a whole lot to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the co-founder of SheEO. So she encourages others in the building. So we're happy to be here and um, supporting Chameleon Love and can't wait to talk about this fiery topic. We appreciate We appreciate your support and love. Uh, Make sure you guys check that out. They can find it on YouTube YouTube and also Instagram, right? Yep. Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Under YouTube, we're CEO Women's Empowerment. Okay. And then Facebook and Instagram, we are CEO. Right. Check us good. out. It's good. And of course, it's my lovely co-host, info. my wife. Hey, hey. I'm Jenny. All right. Like to dive into this topic today. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and get started and jump into it again. Chameleon Love is your favorite couple's favorite couple. So again, the topic is: Can shacking up prevent divorce? Mm. Now, if you don't know what shacking up is, if you didn't grow up in the old days like I did, or like I felt like I did, um, <laughs> shacking belt. up basically means living together before you're married. And that's usually frowned upon. Um, nowadays, maybe not so much. Um, about 50 years ago, it was, fr- it was frowned upon. But now more so, it's not. And today, about two-thirds of new marriages are preceded with cohabitation, according to studies. So we kind of want to delve into that get uh, opinions on that have a nice discussion about our experiences as well as things we may have heard others experience also Mm -hmm. so i want to ask chris chris uh kristen so when you and derek first started you guys relationship did you guys live together before you got married so we did we actually um and against all opinions of our family um and our premarital counselor Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, we chose to move in with each other six months before we got married. So Rebels. I think it was about six, yeah. Oh, yeah. Muddied the waters Rebels. a lot, okay? Oh, I like it. It didn't muddy the waters. It cleared the waters up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I followed his lead. Yeah, it's just, you don't want any surprises. You're going to make this lifelong pack covenant, and I want to make sure, you know, does she... How does she sound when she sleeps? Yeah. <laughs> does she put the towel? Does she leave the wet towel on the floor? Can These I are things that you got it exactly. Yeah. Because once you say I do, it's like oh whoa whoa. It's, I don't. I do. Maybe I do. And, 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 and you know that's that's one of the, the that's one of the many reasons why um, people are starting to choose more so often to cohabitate before marriage yeah. because you want to know you know certain things and one of those things is you want to know what that person is like you know living together that person may be dirty. And just because you've been over their house a couple of times doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that they're clean. They could have just cleaned that house up from looking like trash yep. about an hour ago, and they clean it up. Or and clean then, themselves. Mm. Uh oh, that's Come a whole on. other topic. How uh, many hey, days do you take a hey. shower? I don't a week? know. 
Hey, 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 hey. That's a whole other topic right there. Like, oh. <laughs> if you ain't cleaning yourself, you got a problem. What do you mean? It's, it's, it's almost the summertime yeah. in Charlotte. Ooh. It's a three-a-day butt wash minimum. Uh-oh. <laughs> Check between those creases. You got to soak that booty. Cracks. But, um, but yeah, I think that's, that's, a, that's a big... Um, that's a big reason why I was all for living together, though religious beliefs say don't. And, you know, I think we're spiritual people in this room. However, I went against the grain. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Jen and I lived together. Well, it wasn't intended like that. She was supposed to move in for about two months, and then she was going to move and go off to school. And then I still haven't got out of my house yet, so. Uh-oh. Hey, they don't want me to leave, that. though. Oh, I bet not. He Once that dinner to... started rolling, yeah, that that's bed debatable. was getting He didn't want me to leave. You know, I could have cooked spaghetti every day. <laughs> that is true. Hell yeah, no, we can do spaghetti. Yeah, I can. Don't let him fry chicken, though. But those carbs. Do don't let him fry that chicken. Hey, don't talk about my chicken, okay? okay. That was one time. And it was not a good experience. It wasn't. And I haven't fried chicken since then. You sure did. But Devo, what about also the financial impact? So I yeah. think when Derek and I moved in, we started counting the cost of planning a wedding. You are in my notes. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah. I was like, you it was. You are in, get out my yeah, notes. Right. Get out my notes. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you are definitely hitting right on to the second point that a big reason why couples start to cohabitate is often for the economic benefit. Mm-hmm. Talk more about you and Derek's situation. We wanted to be balling. Let's just be really real. Y'all are balling. Y'all ballers. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know about balling. We just want to. I like remember. Y'all. I remember thinking that we wanted to, you know, have a nice wedding, mm-hmm. and we also wanted money in our accounts after the wedding too, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, it took us to. We said, well, let's just come together. I was living uptown Charlotte, and I was living my best life. I was like, mm, okay. I'm going to live. I, before I turned 30, I said, I want to live uptown. I want to have a nice apartment. Great views. And my husband had a nice big house and had everything in Charlotte. So I was like, well, we're doing fine. And then he was like, oh, no, no. We need to go ahead and move in together and save some money. I was right. like, Ugh. It made no sense to me to <laughs> yeah. pay two, two rents, two mortgages. Like, why were you doing That's this true. when you was going to combine forces later on? So, But she wanted to live uptown, super expensive, and I'm like, whatever. Good but, uh, experience. You can never take it. Yeah, back. you can't take it back. But I also can't get that money back either. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was definitely a financial financial point of view for us to go and do that because we could consolidate our bills. And as she said, you know, it helped ease the, the wedding itself. It allowed us yeah. to, to pay for things and afford things that we wouldn't have normally been able to do if we stayed apart. Yeah, I, I think that was a big. Uh, I think that was a big piece with Jen and I as well, even though she was supposed to go off to school and that two months turned into a year and a half and she was still here and I kept looking at her like, why haven't you left to go to school yet? But I think by then I was just like, you know what, why would I want her to move out now if you know by then we were boyfriend and girlfriend, I think we had already got engaged. It was no no need no need for us to change the inevitable. I mean, yeah. we were going to be living together anyway. And much like Derek said, why have to pay two you know mortgage? Uh, I'm paying mortgage, she's paying rent, and we're going to just end up combining all that stuff together. So we kind of worked out a plan where we was like, well, I'll pay the mortgage, you pay the utilities, and we'll just kind of do it like that. Yeah, but then Derek, like you like you were saying too, you know, you got the financial piece. You know, family not necessarily agree. So help us to understand how you guys over, overcame that, though, because I know you had questions and comments and from family, and family isn't always the easiest. Heck no. Yeah. 
I think it's going to be interesting because I, I want to speak on this, but I want to also hear Kristen's point of view for her family yeah. because with me, I'm a little bit more direct mm -hmm. with my family, and I'm like, y'all ain't paying these bills, so yeah, y'all not paying like for this wedding. Like, yeah. I, I appreciate your 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 opinion as well as your comments, but at the end of the day, I got to live my life. Right. I got to pay these bills. So that was my. That so it's easy for you to say that. Absolutely. Though. It was super easy for me to say. Yeah. That. Yeah, and then on my <laughs> side of things. So I was kind of like, when I met Derek, I was like, I'm not having sex till I get married. I'm not yeah. shacking. If you want me that bad, then no you way. know, you're going to wait. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> and just as bold as he said all that, he was bold too. And I was like, okay, well then fine. Then I'm good. I'm going to move uptown. I'm going to do my yeah. thing. She had a lot of goals. And... I remember thinking, like, I still struggled with moving in with Derek. So now yeah. where I knew it would help us financially, I mean, here's the controversial side of it, right? Because you're not supposed to live, I mean, yeah. from being a Christian. But at the same time, um, everybody has their thing. Yeah. And that was an area that I felt like we could come to an agreement on, even though Derek was kind of like, I don't see what's wrong with it. Like, yeah. I don't even know if I've ever heard that it was not a good thing to do Christian-wise. Mm -hmm. No, I heard it. It's just... You didn't care. <laughs> well, it's, it's not that I didn't. It just didn't apply I, to you. Yeah, it just didn't apply at that particular yeah. time. Like, all right, I get this, but you need to move in. Right. <laughs> well, okay, so so good point because there's two different kind of like thoughts around it. So where he was like, I get that, but we were in two different places at that time. So right. for me doing it, it felt like I was really doing something wrong. But for Derek, it was just kind of like, no, this is what's going to benefit yeah. us He was right like, now. oh, my God, I'm going to go to hell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Devon. Oh, my God, oh, my God, me. I'm going to I didn't want to say it. I was like, I'm going to hell because I wanted to save $1,000. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Just repent. Move right and, on. And so. And move right on. My, I'm my never going to be forgiven. Yeah, never going to be forgiven. My house is cursed. <laughs> and I have beautiful kids and a handsome husband who loves me. And, you know, but at the same time, you guys, I mean, like, it was kind of one of those things, like, everybody has their thing, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. But, you know, we did it, and, you know, we came in an agreement with that, and, and I followed my husband's request. So, now, was it more like your, um, like, other people in your family, or was it like your dad just saying, like, hey, look, you know, you, you know you shouldn't be doing this? And, and the reason why I say that is because the uh, cohabitation before marriage um, almost always signals sex before marriage if you move in with somebody nine times out of ten yeah. you're smashing yeah so and 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 that could be a whole another topic in itself oh, yeah. but when you yeah. combine the two sins that i'm putting air quotes around when you told your dad hey hey dad i'm moving in with Derek." what, what, what was his reaction i think my father's first reaction was why are y'all doing that you don't need mm -hmm. money you guys are fine you're right. blessed and so that was his perspective, right? And I remember thinking, like, but you know, you can't necessarily speak for what's going on in our household, right? And also, like I told you, our pastor um, was really big on like, you guys need to move out, like mm -hmm. this should not take place. Yeah. And my husband, who is very direct with no matter who it is, pastor Jesus or whoever himself, <laughs> was like, mm, we're probably gonna stay where we're at. But if yeah. you could minister to us and tell us what we can do i mean how else you can minister to us in this place that would be good so yeah yeah but you know i think i, I so like our spiritual <laughs> leader and my mentor we went to pre premarital counseling with him when we went to premarital counseling we was already living together yeah. that was one of his that was one of the topics but since we were already living together i think he pretty much knew like hey they're already living together they're probably not moving out 
So I'm we we gonna well, go he ahead and skip it, over it. He mentioned it, yeah. He but he kind of just sped over it. Like, all right, it, it's not much because I'm not telling her to move out, and then she's probably not moving out. Yeah. So we're, we we spinning our wheels here, yeah. right? It makes sense, right? But he respected it. He, he respected did. why we why we did it, and he respected the fact that we weren't gonna change it. And I think you know you do have to stand like Derek is very direct, much much like Devon. I mean, I'm kind of, you know, my family kind of beat around the bush a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you just want to, you know, end up making everybody else happy. Uh, not you guys, per se, but for for us. So you then, want people's support, You too, want right? people's support, yeah. yeah. Right. And in so that support. What does that support look like? Mm-hmm. I'm just, I, again, me and my, my directness that my wife is helping me. It's like, you want... You want people's support, but in one way. Like, yeah. do I need them to sign off on this marriage? No. Do I need them? Or are they going to, if they're paying bills, then yeah, we can have this type right. of conversation. <laughs> but if they just want to come over and eat the fried chicken and the spaghetti, then what are we talking about? Yeah. No, that's true. I, I think it's something that we just have to evolve in sometimes, you know, with our relationships, because our relationships, when they're younger, just differ so much as we transition into adults. And some sometimes you can still hold pieces of that. And so I used to tiptoe around my mom's feelings. I'll be honest. I didn't. She did. I, I was. I he, he did. Because me and my mom so direct <laughs> with each other. And I was like, I looked at him like, why are you so direct with your mom? Why are you talking to your mom like that? You know, but for my mom, I didn't talk to her direct enough. Mm. And so that really allowed her to think that she had a lot more say so than what she actually did. I get that. Um, and so that that was a that was an adjustment for me mm. to doing that. But I, it felt good to make that decision and stick to it and say, you know, no, I'm not apologizing for living with this man prior to time. Because I think the biggest thing too was for us is that we realized that this time with us shacking up per se was going to allow us to make the decision on whether or not we remain absolutely and i think that is the biggest thing anytime i ever have a conversation with a single person or a person that's 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 married or or maybe they're not married but they're in a relationship is what's your take on living together before marriage and i am the biggest fan of it because i feel like it gives you an idea of what you're going to be living with or who you're going to be living with for the rest of your life. Now, yeah. people change. There's small little things that change in it. But for the gist of it, this is who you're going to be living with. Mm-hmm. So if this person doesn't like to make the bed, like me, then, hey, I'm probably not going to change. And you, don't, not, you don't make the bed? I don't like making the bed. No, Why not? I'm getting ready to get right back in it. Ain't nobody got no business in my room. dare you? Ain't nobody got no business in my room. never makes the bed. My husband Gosh. doesn't either. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Ain't nobody got no business in my room. She knew this coming but in. But it's about a <laughs> brand new exactly. day. You yeah. knew I don't. You, you know I don't. Like it's not about a brand, brand new, new day. It's not. Like when you wake up in the morning and you go to work and your bed's not made and you come back, it feels like I'm coming back into the same chaos or same. Nope. You know why? Because so those covers if, I pull back, I'm getting ready to hop back in and pull them right back no, over my you're head. Not, it's, but it's, it's not like you're getting ready to This is a topic in itself. It sure is. Yeah, we're not going to do it. But let me say this too. So to Derek's point, you said, why does it matter if your parents are going to support or those people support you? I think a big thing about that too is like personally for me I wanted to be married to someone that my family liked Mm -hmm. because any of us have seen a lot of us have probably seen marriages where like there's like tension from a spouse in the family like in-laws and it's negative we lived it okay yep so we I've seen that so (laughs) to me I was like I don't I want my dad's support, meaning that he would care for and like and love right. my spouse, not that yeah. there would be bad blood or energy there. So that was big for me. 
And I don't, like to your point about um, moving in to see if it would work or like we're trying it out, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like that because I kind of felt like if I move in with you, I'm going to marry you. Like, because so what if you would have moved in and Derek <laughs> would just not been the person that you thought he was yeah. as far as cleanliness or whatever? That would have probably made you more prone to want to leave. You may, I mean, may, maybe you talk to him and say, hey, maybe you can work on such and such and such. But if he's just like, this is who I am, well, I would, would you have then like slowly backed away? But I think I, I felt like Derek was my husband before we moved in. Like, I felt like God showed me that, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we moved in together, what I started understanding is, like, and a part of marriage, too, is you do come together, and God's putting you two together to become who he wants you to be in Christ. Right. So my thing is understanding that we're, okay, I know that you're my husband, and I know that I'm your wife, but there's going to be a certain amount of stuff that we're going to have to grow each other through. So, like, we're not going to come together perfect. There's things that Derek has changed about me and helped me develop in, vice versa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have left him for those things. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, okay, but if, if we know truly that marriage brings two people together to bring, and, and it's like a mirror in your face right. to help you become who you're supposed yeah. to be, you got to know that some of that's going to come with growth and stretching each other. Sure. So. Sure. Derek, did you feel the same way that she felt in terms of, did you have like a premonition or something that knowing that like, okay, this is going to be my She's wife? She's the one. Yeah. For, and it's, it's a lot more practical for me. And I guess because I'm a guy, it's like one, I helped you move out your place and moving in. So there it's, it's, to me, it's work. It's like, I'm right. not going to just do this and not be vested. Just because. Right. Or right. think that there's anything long term. And that's more practical, less spiritual. But from a spiritual mm -hmm. standpoint, like I knew that I wanted to marry her. Okay. But everyone you know we, we always have conversations everyone speaks about you never know someone until you truly know them and i felt like us moving in together allowed me to know her more right like i i, I know who the the person Kristen is when i go and i pick her up and we go out to eat i know who she is when i'm on the phone with her but who is she right before she goes to sleep you know right. who is she you know when it's time to do the dishes. Ooh, with sure. that bonnet on. Yeah, yeah. With that bonnet. Yeah, you know the bonnet. <laughs> or you know who is she when she's peeling the you know the toenail polish off her toenails? Right. And just leave it on right. the couch. Like who is she? <laughs> These are things that you don't know. And in, in, in or cereal. <laughs> or, or that's right. Or, or who is she when she leaves the milk? Or cereal on the on the, <laughs> the, on the, the milk. The milk. Don't do the <laughs> sensitive <laughs> subject. Okay. Okay. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Still like, waiting. Don't for that do one. the cereal. Reverse. 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 But, it, but these are things that you would not know. Yeah. Until, and then and it allows you to make a more informed decision. Like, all right, I knew who she was. I loved her before, but can can I deal with her on a day-to-day -day right. basis? Yeah. Or I know now that this is a, a weakness for my spouse. Am I willing to be the better half? Right. Because right. a lot of times in marriage, we mm -hmm. want to change that person, but we're not looking at what I need to do to be better for that person. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? So it's some Or of just too. recognizing that, hey, this is a weakness for this person then if I have the strength, let's kind of play off each other. Because that's what Jen and I that's do it. is, you know, we, I think we do a really good job of playing off each other's weakness and strengths. She, she knows what my weaknesses are yeah. and she knows what my strengths are and, and, and vice versa. So I know if it's something that she doesn't necessarily do or she doesn't like doing or whatever, then I'll fill in and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, so, so you guys said that you were living together six months before you got married, right? Right. So Jen and I lived together, we started living together in what, 2011? Mm -hmm. So 2011, we didn't get married 2013, so we started living like two years. Two years. Before. Yeah, it's a long time. I can't say that I felt the way you guys felt in terms of um, I knew she was gonna be my wife. Yeah. I knew I liked her, I knew I loved her, and I wanted to be with her, but I didn't know 
if she was going to be, first of all, we didn't even know if we were going to be in Charlotte. Yeah. I didn't know if she was going to be in Charlotte because, again, she was supposed to go off to school, which was at Virginia Tech, which is in Blacksburg. It's about two and a half hours yeah. away, uh, Blacksburg, Virginia. So I didn't know. And then she was looking at other colleges. She was looking at Nebraska. She was looking at Kansas and Penn State. These are far away. Yeah. Now, and he was, I was willing to go. I, I was. He I was. was I was entertaining me. the idea of going with her. So yeah. if you're entertaining that, then you know. Let's just be really real. Like I know. No, we can sit here, I, I wasn't. I was. Know. I wasn't scared to be vulnerable. That's what that but, was. But that. But but it takes a lot because no one is going to be vulnerable for someone they don't care about. No, I, that's what I'm saying. I didn't say I didn't care about her or I didn't well, love her. I just didn't know if she was going to be my wife. I knew I liked her. I loved her, chance. and that's I was a, willing to take that Nebraska's chance. Nebraska's a big. It is. It is. There is nothing out there in Lincoln. I don't even know where that's at. I've yeah. been out there. There's it's nothing it's out over there. It's a school and a bunch of corn. That's right. about it. And you, yeah. were, you were willing to pick up. You've got family here. Like, yeah. right? like well, looking back at it, your family's here. Right. What you know is here. What's familiar is here. And you're trying to tell me that, hey, I don't know if she's my wife, but I'm going to do everything in my power to go out here and find out if she see. is. Like, come right. on. Like, that's, well, that's ginormous. I, it, it, is, it is ginormous. But I also was young. I didn't have any kids, and I didn't have any tie other than my family. I didn't have yeah. anything tying me down. I didn't care about working at Wells Fargo at the time because I was like, man, I could just find another job. This is Nebraska. So and and my my I, I exercised my faith, yeah. and Absolutely. I was like, you know what? I'm a I'm a trust in God, and if that doesn't work, then hey, it doesn't work. I and can come back to Charlotte. Yeah. I, yeah. I'll just fly from Nebraska, Nebraska yeah. back to Charlotte. Back they got airports out in Nebraska. Yeah. They got they got one they, in Omaha. One. Literally, literally, I flew into Omaha. Literally, in when I'm out. going through TSA, I can see my gate yep. going through TSA. It's just that small. It's but, like 100 feet away. But Nebraska. to that point, Nebraska. I think you know, a couple of weeks ago, or maybe even last week, we talked um, we talked about millennials and their views on marriage and and how they're not pressed um, as pressed to marry and or they're just not as quick and I think we had a very millennial mindset when we met we were in our early 20s and neither one of us pressured each other to get married we never asked about it I think it was like a smash and dash type thing and then uh, we liked it so we kind of stayed you know but you know you bring up a really good point not to cut you off you bring up a really good point that ties into something I also saw um, as of 2016, according to the Bloomberg report, marriage and divorce rates have actually gone down. And it's because millennials are um, not getting married so quickly. Mm-hmm. So because yeah. they're not getting married so quickly, they're f- taking that time to learn each other, taking that time to know each other, taking that time to figure, figure out, out if yeah, mm-hmm. if this is something that they want, if this is someone that they want to be with. And then their relationships are actually lasting longer. Hmm. So it's actually caused the divorce rates to kind of go down, but it's also caused the marriage rates to go down as well because they're taking so much time. I I read something one day, too, that said that the divorce rates have been down or going down because people are a lot more open in their marriages. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so that's not the so Christian like yeah, thing. But I think a lot a of controversy. When you say open, you mean like like an open marriage? Like very free to um, have Explore time other with people. other people and energies inside of their marriage and relationships mm. where they're feeding, so to speak, okay. the flesh side of things. Okay. Right? But not necessarily following a more Christian mindset. So not as exclusive huh. mm-hmm. at all. Yep. Interesting. See, that's a whole nother controversy. That is yeah. a whole nother. It goes against the grain. Total. So, yeah. so then the main question at hand goes kind of back to what it was is, 
can that prevent the divorce? Because almost 50% of all marriages in the United States will end in a divorce. That's a lot. That's, That's half the people and those are stats, that are getting right? married. These are stats. Yeah. Half the people that are getting married are, are also getting divorced. Divorce. And mm. and it says that um, the, the uh, researchers estimate that 41% of all marriages will end in divorce. Wow. 41%? That's, that's that's a tough. lot for yeah. every 10 couples four of them are going to end in divorce that's a which lot. i can understand why millennials will feel like okay what's the point in getting married how about we just do this shacking up thing and see where it le- you know see where if it, it works it works yeah. if it doesn't then we'll move and on neither and we'll, one of, and neither and we'll one of us lose anything else. i don't think shacking up will prevent no. like i don't think it's a barrier mm-hmm. but what it does in my opinion is just allows you to be better informed and then from there if you're less, if you know more about someone, then it's like, all right, when I marry this person, I know what they're gonna, I know what, I know what I'm in for. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think at the end, it'll, it, it can't prevent, but yeah. it'll decrease divorce. So like you're not surprised, right? You're not totally surprised by that. And, and you say the longer that you date someone, the longer you know them. Yeah. Right. But then to that other point, you can date someone for a very long time, and they, and still not know, and still and not still know not them. Know them. But you may not even know yourself. Yeah. This so if you true. don't know yourself, you definitely not gonna really know your mate. And definitely shouldn't be getting married. Yeah. But you won't know yourself. Like me, single, and then me married is two different people. Yeah, totally different. But I know, I know going into being married. Like when we started living together, I knew things had to change. Right. And I think during that time period, it allowed me to become less of single Derek and more of married Derek. Sure. So I, I, I think it's it's less of figuring out figuring out who I'm going to be, but it's allowing me to see what I need to be to to be a better husband for mm-hmm. her or vice versa. She needs to be a better wife for me and so forth. So Derek, what I hear you saying is it really encourages you to ask yourself, is this what you really want? Absolutely. And you're trying it out, but also being honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And able to be honest with that person too. Can you I know? play video games can't. all day? Will she? <laughs> and will she be okay will with it? Will she be it? okay nope. with it? <laughs> right. She would have been different nope. if she would have just rolled up into the house and she's like, "What she you doing?" Let me I'm, do this. I'm, pl- I'm playing, uh, yeah, playing I'm 2K. Yeah. What you doing? <laughs> you still playing 2K? Absolutely. <laughs> so, so I had prior to that, I had never lived with my significant other. I had to stay with one of my significant others in college for a summer. Um, and that was in itself a lot. But, like, to really be in, like, a full apartment, not necessarily a dorm room, but a full apartment on and, and, and living, I had never experienced. Kristen, have you ever experienced that? You ever lived with a significant other? No. Outside of my husband? Yeah. No. Derek, I have, have never. You? I have not. No. I almost, I don't even think I ever had any same-sex roommates, really. Other than my sister outside yeah. of college, so I, I had very little experience living with anybody really. How was that? How was that transition? Uh, for me, I learned really quickly mm. that I couldn't be a boss at home. Okay, <laughs> so I came in trying to take over. Like, okay, this is how we're gonna do this. This is how we're gonna do yeah. that. <laughs> I learned a lot. Hit the brakes. Like, hit the brakes. Ah, no, I didn't have anybody tell me that that wasn't okay. Yeah. So I went through a large learning curve. Yeah. I mean, it was really like, oh, okay, so. Okay, the fabric of who he is still needs to be in the house. I can't have pink bed covers, and that I mean you learn those types. Like that of was things. seriously a conversation. Conversation. Oh, I'm gonna get these pink bed sheets. Where and are you it was not. Who <laughs> 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 put 
Aubrey's room. That's not negotiable. I'll keep it, it for was a few years. Right. Yeah. Now, now, what Derek is not saying, that's who he is today, but at the time, he was not very vocal. Like, he was he was kind of, like, just watching, like, okay. But nowadays, it absolutely That's because he was trying not. to figure out he if he still wanted He was trying to keep me. <laughs> yeah. He was like, well, she is a good woman. She's beautiful. I like that he sounds bold right here, but in that moment, now, he is that today very much so, but we first met. Yeah. You see how they do it? But during that time frame, it's like it's it's you're playing hopscotch. You're jumping back and yeah. forth. Right. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to be too forceful. And she's like, Oh, I don't want right. to do this. But you don't want to be too timid yeah. either. Yeah, and my whole house looked pink. Like, right. <laughs> you got to have these type of conversations. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Ron had that pink trap house. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so so so, babe, you's the only one. Then it sounds like that actually lived with their significant other prior to. Yeah you know you and i yeah uh, living together so how, how how was that cohabitating with your with your ex i learned that i didn't want to marry him Boom. Uh. like i think that was that there's was, the point right there yeah I learned <laughs> thank I god did, you I didn't got, go through I, it right? thank god i didn't thank god i had my husband he was lame to come sweet <laughs> i'm sorry i said it all out my bad my bad you ain't say no he names though in. so you good yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I, I learned very quickly that he just wasn't the person for me. The person that I thought I, that I dated, we you know we lived in different states. So I went to school in, in Atlanta, and he was here um, in Charlotte. And the person that I thought that he was across the states was de- definitely not the person that I moved in with. I was like, Ashton Kutcher is gonna jump out anytime and say I'm punk. He's <laughs> coming out of the closet. You know, it was just a totally this can't be life. Yeah, this can't be life. And when it became life, I was like, oh, no, this isn't my life, you know. Um, but I quickly realized that it was all wrong. There's just some things that I, I saw in myself, some things that I thought I could tolerate that I couldn't, um, some things that were just not negotiable for me that he would do or say, and just some things that I just I couldn't, I couldn't deal with. Right. So I I thought that was very eye opening. I had never thought about living with anybody other than my brothers, you know, prior to. But then I'm glad that I did. So so with that, was it a lot of hesitation when you had to ask me if if I minded if you stayed with us or with me and my and my and my roommate yeah, at the time? So the thing about staying with Devon was he had a roommate. <laughs> a, <laughs> A, a male roommate and I was applying to doctoral schools you know trying to get in school and you know I didn't see I had faith that I was going to be in school soon so I didn't think see myself signing another lease why would I do that why well, just stay with him for a couple of months so to ask him to live with him was mm-hmm. <laughs> it was hard that was hard for me because humbling it was, yeah it was very humbling but i had i, I had to, to ask her too at one point in time when i was transitioning out of my apartment and i was trying to buy a house and the first house i had fell through i didn't have anywhere to stay so i had to ask between her and my mom it was kind of going back and forth so that was very humbling i had man that house was clean every day she it came was, home but I, I, like, I made oh, sure i earned my that, keep the good thing about this that that we're not talking about is how cool is it that you guys learned how to humble yourselves before each other before Before marriage because a lot of times people are putting on this facade and you never see a humble part of a person until something happens that you that's out of your control that's true I mean that honestly probably put you guys that farther in your marriage now granted I'm still learning how to humble myself through certain situations 
So I'm still a work in progress. That's but it. But I did I did learn very very quickly like like okay I and and I'm never I've never been a freeloader type of person. So when I had to stay with her, I had earned my keep. So yeah. she didn't tell me that, but yeah. I just did it. Like I would make sure that her bathroom was clean, her kitchen was clean, and awesome. you know home was vacuumed yeah. and stuff like that. And I was so. like, oh, I could keep him. Okay. <laughs> I could get used to this. I, I could get used to this. He's a keeper. You know. So when you're when we're talking about this too, I think whether or not you live with someone, whether it goes really good or it goes really bad, you walk away learning something, right? Me with living with um, my my ex boyfriend in the beginning, you know, he wasn't a bad person at all. But I learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about him. I'm sure he learned a lot about me too. Right. You know, so with that with that said, but I also learned um, what my what the potential was Uh-oh. in my mate over here. You know, I was like, oh, he he looked like he he could make a pretty good husband. Well, you know, I do yeah. all right for myself. <laughs> I think you did a good job, Jen. So, I mean, I do too. I have to pat myself. Well, you did a good job. So, does anybody have any final thoughts on the topic at hand? We're not condoning it. We're not saying go against your religious beliefs. Right. However. It worked for us. It worked for us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now, again, just to piggyback on what Derek said, we're not saying that that that's the absolute right thing to do. You got to do what's best for you. And, and, you know, a lot of life is trial and error. And you live off experience. You learn off experience. And you keep it moving. So, you know, if that's something that you're thinking about doing, um, you know, do your research. Do your research on the statistics. Do your research on that person. Um, Talk about it. Be open for discussion. Uh, make sure that the doors for conversation is always revolving and always open. Yeah. Um, they always say that communication is the key. Man, it, it is. If you and that person are communicating, then, hey, I think the doors is, is always open and that dialogue is there. Um, I definitely don't think you should block any of it out um, or underestimate what that person is saying or what that person is thinking, you know. Um, so if that's something that you are looking forward to or i'm sorry not not necessarily looking forward to but if you're thinking about doing set set some expectations and some boundaries as well before you guys jump into a um a, a, a cohabitation situation um make sure that boundaries are clear make sure that you and that person have an understanding as well that's all the time we have for today um again you can follow me at vaughn underscore tough on Instagram. You can also follow our podcast at Chameleon Love Podcast on Instagram. And I'm Jenny Grind. On Instagram. Anybody else want to share their handles? Yeah, I'm a Shownuff13 on Show Instagram. Shownuff. Show Our son just learned how to say that. Shownuff. really Uh-oh. good at it, by the way. And um, again, I am CEO on Instagram and Facebook, and then um, subscribe to our YouTube page, CEO Women's Empowerment, and we'd um, love to connect. Yeah, make sure you, make sure you definitely uh, follow CEO. Some good information on there. So her good and to her have friend you guys. Um, do a really good job and yes. uh, providing information and just empowering women. women. There you go, empowering women's empowerment women, as lifting well. women up. You know, showing them how to be bosses. You know, in all of the roles uh, that we that we do mm-hmm. every day. Yep. So we, we appreciate that. We support you. And we just thank our family. You guys are our family. We've known you guys. Absolutely. 
Yeah. We've gone on vacations together. Yeah. We've gone on a cabin trip up. together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hallelujah. So definitely we have to have you guys back on again yes, for another episode. We appreciate you guys. So again, thank you everybody for listening to the podcast. Uh, again, it's your favorite couple's favorite couple. Thanks for rocking with us and you're listening to Chameleon, Chameleon Love. Love.